tuned to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. The meeting of the Inner Circle is always intended to give us another opportunity to get real about who we are, where we are, why we are, and to come to that point and place where we're exalting a full life's urge, to come to that space within ourselves where it matters to us how we're showing up and that we are showing up. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency, I am so very grateful and so very thankful for all of you who, who do stay up to listen, who make it your business to be present, because it matters what you're listening to. It matters that you are getting the support and the inspiration, the motivation, not just the information, because there is so much information. Some people are on an information overload. And after a while, it becomes mind clutter because you are in the mix of having so much information that you are still not exalting a full life's urge and doing that which is truly in your own best interest. And that's where we are right now, because being under a pandemic that is sickness, illness, and disease as a result of being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, it is affecting everybody's life. And to come to a point and place where it matters to us that we will no longer be complicit and complacent with our own cellular oppression and that we are making it our business on a daily basis to do truly what is going to be cellularly liberating in hydrating oxygenating, mineralizing, and opening up all channels of elimination so that these body temples can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses are completely enthroned, re-enthroned in our temples. And it matters that we care to do it because the bottom line is that if you can't think about it, if it's not on your mind, and you are focusing so much time and energy on having jobs and having money and spending money and doing whatever the hell you want to do and you think that that is the degrees of freedom that we should be exalting our free will to do whatever we want to do regardless of whether it's in our best interest or not. And so where we are requires us to have a care to do that which is truly life-enhancing life exalting to do that which is going to allow us to qualify our lives for continuance in existence as a result of being under the auspices of those who have already been disqualified for continuance in existence as a result of their murderous, capitalizing, bastardizing, usurping ways. We are in a now moment that requires us to rise as a global family, to come to a point and place where we will respect the right of all beings, to have the right to their lives, and to be in a space mentally and spiritually where we are caring to be whole. And in that wholeness, we're acknowledging the oneness of existence and exalting the commonality with each and every beat of our hearts to understand that there is one absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere, including our animals. And for our global population to be guilty 
of supporting the violation and the annihilation of over 30, 40 billion creatures on an annual basis to understand that this is what is sinking this ship. This now moment of eternity requires us to really consider and contemplate and be mindful of dwelling in the reality of eternity already so that we step off that path of adulteration, the path of death, that mindset that has us thinking that we're supposed to be dying, that death is the culmination, the finality, the destiny, the fate, and the eventuality of everybody. But if we remember to consider and to contemplate that which is the absolute truth of dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to come to that space within our minds with each beat of our heart and every breath that we take, that we are absolutely divinely designed and designed divinely. And that as the earth is consistently regenerating, our cells should be consistently regenerating. But it cannot happen when we are consistently consuming that which rots, decays, and decomposes. It's completely indigestible in our systems, and it is creating toxicity, gas, and all manners of sludge that becomes the bloodstream. Our spirit is charged upon our blood, and it is the condition of the blood that lays foundation for the quality of our thoughts. And so, mind you, that when you have those who are feeding off of the flesh of pigs and the flesh of cows and the flesh of turkeys and the flesh of chickens and then the flesh of fish and crayfish and lobster and whatnot, then you have a lot of decay and decomposition that goes on. But in that decay and decomposition, you have the proliferation of bacteria and organisms and worms and parasites that help to break that flesh down because our bodies are 80% water just like the earth is 80% water. And in order for us to really extract any nutrients from a thing, we have to chew it. We have to masticate it. The digestion starts in the mouth with the salivation so that the enzymes that are being produced by protein-laden foods has to be acidic. And for that which is carbohydrate, then you have the alkalinity. But they neutralize each other, and so we have been taught to have breakfast with cereals and cow's milk and aborted fetuses and sausage and bacon and hash browns and all of this. And all of this, it cannot really be digested. And so over 10, 15, 20, 30 years of that, then you see all of the bloated bellies. You see all of the excess weight which is excess waste in the system. It poisons our bloodstream. It interferes with our capacity to truly think, to be in a place and space where we're able to hold the light of supreme intelligence that we each have been given upon whatever to come to know it, to realize that everything that we see is as a result of what has been imaged in somebody's mind. But to come to a point where we are only exalting the lies and the delusions of somebody else's culture, a culture that is a death culture, puts us in a position where those of us who really care, we have to be able to outthink this. 
and our certification, licensing, and degreeing has not necessarily facilitated our capacity to outthink a system that erroneously and delusionally feels as though it can prosper when it works towards the detriment of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures in every hue of people. And so our daily due diligence has to be in exalting a full life's urge to come to a point in place where we are no nonsense and no compromise about the integrity of how we will stand in this life as men, the progenitor of lineages, as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to come to a point in place where it matters to us that we will honor and glorify the lineages that we have come through that we will consciously care to get to the essence of ourselves as light bearers and light beings, as those who should have, have the virtue of character that is consistent with who we are as the children of that entity that we refer to as God. But the desire for wholeness and the desire for godliness and the desire for righteousness has to become passion for us under a system that perpetuates degradation, violation, molestation, rape, incarceration. You understand that we have all of this distortion and the religions support us in dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death and dwelling in the shadow of the valley of death when we are already immersed in the reality of eternity. And so our work right now is to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, so that we are able to be revitalized and revivified to stand as a resurrected people. Everywhere that we are, it is a need that the world has for us, that the earth has for us. And to differentiate between the world and the earth, the world is that mental sphere that has been created through the politics and government and religion and business where we are always spouting the things that we've been heard that we've heard over time but to come to a point where we are accepting that in each now moment we have the opportunity to be in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to come under the auspices of our souls. To understand that there are no institutions that have rightly oriented us in terms of the exaltation of a full life's urge as that which is foundational. Our education should have supported us in that. Our religious training should have supported us in that. All business should support life itself. But when the business of creating sickness, illness, disease, and death has become multi-trillion dollar economy, then understand that you're dealing with a people who will soon cease to exist because the law is exacting. And nobody can circumvent the devastation that is coming as a result of those ones being the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. Now, we have the opportunity to step out of it, and that's what's needed. 
that everyone should come to that point and place where it matters to us that we are literally exalting life. It matters to us that we are doing the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, that we are reversing the AIDS, the cancer, the diabetes, and all of the other issues that have crystallized in our tissues and put us in a place where we are in the consistent state of dis-ease and imbalance. Being mindful of the divinity of existence is a necessity so that we are not disenchanted and overwhelmed with the degradation of the world. And sometimes we have to separate ourselves from those that we love when they're not loving themselves and they're not truly supporting you loving you either. And it's all right, because in order for you and in order for us to get properly aligned with life itself, sometimes you've got to pull away from the crowd. You've got to come out the clubs. You have to be in a place where you are willing to do differently from, from that which you have done as a result of being under the thing, the thought that in order for us to be grown, we have to be adulterated. You understand? Adult is short for adulterated, no longer what the Creator intended. So as we were coming up, when we were little, they had the candy cigarettes, they had the apple beer, they had things that children, that were marketed to children so that children could pretend and play like we were grown up because our parents were doing these things. They were smoking, they were drinking. You understand, we would go behind them and get their little cigarettes and the, the you know, I'm just saying is that adulteration has been the foundation of us. And in order for us to step out of the disease, then we have to consciously remember that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It beats our heart, it breathes us, it sees through every eye. And that the absolute reality of existence is beyond all of the religions, it's beyond all of the gods and all of the names of the gods that we can call, and all of those whose names we cannot call that are goddesses and lords and lordesses and saints and saviors and angels and gurus and mazis and nizis and the knowing ones, that we are in a place and space where we each have duty, obligation, and responsibility to realign ourselves with the divinity of existence and to consciously care to have the wherewithal, the consistent application unto life itself. And sometimes you can go through the scriptures and you can read books and you can get insight and you can be inspired, but it is still by virtue of what you do every day within the privacy of your own temple, how you're thinking, what's going on within you that lays the foundation for whether you are truly honoring yourself. But to come to that space and place now where we are willing to step completely off the path of adulteration, to step completely off the path of death, onto the path of eternal life, everlasting life, to realize that the consciousness that dwells in the temple is going to influence the functioning of the, of the chemistry of the body, influence and infuse the cells with the thought and the energy and the emotion and the desire and the passion and the fear, whatever it is that we are feeling intensely, our cells are being programmed with that frequency and energy. And so when you've been diagnosed with something and fear sets in, as long as you are in the fear, 
then you have to come to a point where you are willing to do whatever it takes to exalt a full faith in knowing that whatever the diagnosis, it's reversible. That you are able to accept that you are divinely designed and all you have to do is come to a point within yourself where you will facilitate your daily clearing, cleansing, and purification because your body is already intelligent enough to know what it needs to do. We have to stop undermining it and begin to facilitate the processes of the clearing, the cleansing, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration, and opening up all channels of elimination so that we are able to create a clean bloodstream. Your heart would never attack you. The heart attacks because there is so much sludge built up along the arteries and the veins and the blood vessels and the capillaries to the degree to which the amount of space that the blood has to flow is just consistently minimized. And being in a point and place where you are consuming so much mucus-producing foods, all of your carbs, your rice, your potatoes, your oatmeal, your breakfast cereals, your cheese, your eggs, your dairy, your ice cream, and all of this, it blocks and obstructs your ability to truly breathe. And after a while, after 30, 40, 50 years of that, we see the people dragging their oxygen tents around with them, oxygen tanks. And so I'm just saying is that we have to realize that the body is water and air and spirit and light. And just as the sun is consistently blazing and the earth is consistently spinning and we are all in motion throughout the cosmic, with each and every breath, we should be renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing. But it requires us to get to that place and space where we're willing to do the cleansing. We're willing to affirm the truth. We're willing to exalt and acknowledge that there is absolute reality that man has nothing to do with but to ignore the absolute reality and absolute law and focus so much on the legalities, the statutes, and the things of the games of agreement that men create. And then not be conscientious and caring and loving enough, respectful enough of the divinity of your own being means that there's nothing that you can create except discord and chaos. Because the order starts with the intelligence of existence itself. In our wanting, caring, desiring, asking, knocking, seeking, embracing, treasuring, cherishing, expressing our thanksgiving, our gratitude, for the gift of life and to know that money is not greater than our breath and our heartbeat. And that for whatever amount of money we have or the access, none of it is greater than one breath or one beat of our hearts. 
and that our real wealth starts with the acknowledgement of the truth of self, the divinity of being, to be in that mindset where it really matters to us to truly matter in this now moment, that it really matters that we are laying a greater foundation for our children, that we are cultivating them consciously, caringly, consistently, nourishing, nurturing, facilitating their greater good because we refuse to poison them and to realize that a society that poisons their children or a society that is destined to die and that all of the chemicals and all of the colorings and all of the sugar and all of the stuff that is in the candy and all of the things that are right there at eye level and able for these two and three and four-year-olds to reach it and say, Mommy, I want this. You understand? We have to stop this and no longer participate with it. Bring your children up on fresh food and water and, and love and exercise and, out, and being out in nature itself as opposed to being in front of the video games. Practicing the pleasure of killing. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to exalt a full life's urge to be qualified for continuance in existence. To come to a point where we are truly being centered in that which is the truth of ourselves and to understand that there is no peace without love. That peace is literally accomplished love. And love is the harmony of truth. And the truth is that we, each of these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, it is absolute divinity. And it fills all spaces. It is all pervasive. There is nowhere where it is not. Our caring to walk in the integrity of the truth of ourselves has to become foundational for us. It has to become that which inspires us and motivates us to exalt a fuller and fuller life's urge to come to that place and space where we will respect the right of other ones to have the right to their lives and that we are consciously asking, knocking, seeking, cultivating, developing our ourselves and understanding that we are on the planet to be able to master this realm so that we are the master of our own destiny and that the destiny is the greatest thing that we can do by virtue of our talent skills and abilities and what is needed in our now moment but where we do not have the love and we do not have the care to exalt a full effort a full life's urge where we do not care to be able to respond correctly and directly to what is ours to do in this now moment under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide to realize that we're being warred against and it absolutely affects everybody regardless of what hue and to come to a point and place where we will do nothing to undermine ourselves, that is the first line of defense when we're being warred against. Do nothing to undermine yourselves. And to do everything to facilitate 
the cellular liberation by clearing, cleansing, purifying, hydrating, oxygenating, consciously caring to forgive, release, let go of the resentments, the frustration, the memories of the violation. Many of us have endured the degradation, the violation, the adulteration of our parents and our grandparents and all of those who were in their company. Many of us did the best we could as children. Many of us had happy childhoods and many of us were able to emerge with some sense of ourselves. But when we realize that it takes a conscious intention to be greater than the ones that we've come through, and where we can accept their greatness and to understand that greatness is in the lineage, but there's distortion and dysfunction and alcoholism and degradation and all of this other stuff that's in the lineage, then we have to be very mindful of what we are intentionally invoking and to consciously, intensely, intentionally invoke the greatness of the lineages that we represent. But to come to that point and place and space, we will declare the reality of that that we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It fills all spaces. It's all pervasive. There is nowhere it is not. It beats our heart. It breathes us. But in order for us to be in the integrity of that, then we have to be completely cleared, cleansed, and purified from the adulteration the inebriation, the stupefaction from the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, the dairy, the meat, the chicken, the fish. It is not food for us. And if it was true that we could truly eat this and this is what we were designed to eat, then there would be no sickness, illness, and disease. But all of that creates so much acidity and so much toxicity that it inhibits the cell's regeneration and creates the cancer and the autoimmune issues. And I'm just saying that we must remember that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And that absolute and supreme intelligence does not die. We're already in the realm of eternity. We should not be dying at all. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.
on 89.3 FM, WRFG, Atlanta. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. The meeting of the inner circle is always intended to provide us with an opportunity to realize the oneness of existence, the divinity of existence, and to be reminded of how blessed we each are with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to come to a point and place where we realize that there is one real eye, one absolute eye that sees through every eye, and that part of the responsibility that we have as these ones on the planet in this now moment is to exalt the oneness, to realize the one eye that truly sees, to respect it, to honor it, to have appreciation and gratitude for being these points of it, and to value the lives of everything and everyone else, for we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, and should be functioning as supreme intelligence, and should be supremely intelligent enough not to be killing ourselves and other ones, because what we do unto others is done unto us. There is absolute law that governs us, absolute laws that govern this physical realm, spiritual laws that we are here to master, so that we are able to function in the harmony of the truth of the ones that we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence, whose presence is absolute and supreme, beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and that we are always in its presence, for it is all-pervasive, it is ever-present, there is nowhere where it is not. It beats our heart, it breathes us, and now is our time to care to self-actualize and walk in the oneness of the truth of who we are. Understanding that that is why we are in this realm. For we've come to the earth through the wombs of our mother, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, and we are here for the express purpose of self-actualizing, self-realizing, and harmonizing with the one self, the true self, the divine self the absolute and eternal self that ensures our conscious immortality, and I am the one who is encouraging us to dig deeper, to reach higher, to realign our lives with the light of absolute and supreme intelligence so that we are creating no devastation for ourselves or any of the others of ourselves, which means that we have to get really busy right now in order to right the wrongs, to realign and reorient ourselves towards conscious immortality, being in a now moment where it may matters to us that we will exalt a full life's urge. It matters that we will do that which is ours to do in consciously caring to honor and to glorify the lineages that we represent. It is our now moment to rise under the edict of our resurrection to really come to that place and space where it matters that our lives matter. Not black lives, but all life. And that Life and light and the lives of those who will live in life have the greatest opportunity for success. And because we have seen that those who have vied for political 
Congress. For your votes and your selection and election, many of these ones are not consciously serving the government of the whole, are not whole within themselves, have not applied themselves to it, but there are those who have consistently been applying themselves to that which is man's mandate and that which is dictated to by the systems of education and religious training and those who've been certifying, licensing, and agreeing ones to practice as a part of the system of capitalization which undermines the lives of absolutely everyone and everybody, everything. And so where we are right now requires us to bypass the system of things, to get into the absolute order of absolute and supreme intelligence, to really do that which is truly in our own best interest, because that is the way that we have leveraged, that is the way that we are able to be reconciled and realigned and do our due diligence in securing our destinies. The changes that everything and everyone must make is not necessarily progression unless we are consciously caring to be in the process of progression. Many go through changes all of the time, and to make changes and to go through changes does not ensure that you are being completely renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, or revivified in the light of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is absolutely your truth. And so it matters that we know what to ask for. It matters that we have a true value for ourselves and our lives. Because it's very difficult to invest in those who are undermining themselves and what we see as a result of where we are now for all of the administrations that have served nationally or locally or globally that the agenda that is genocide and depopulation is everywhere evident. And so for those who have taken responsibility to become educated so that they are able to serve as government, I hold you offensive and guilty for doing that which undermines the rights of other ones to truly live their lives. And had you been wise enough to have an understanding and an understanding as to what duty, obligation, and responsibility is in life, perhaps you could have given a greater service than to say it's okay for Coca-Cola Burger King, McDonald's, and all of these other corporate deities of death to have robbed the people blind of the life and the substance of themselves, to put them in a place where they have invested so heavily in their own demise, creating all manners of sickness, illness, disease, and now we're on the streets, under the bridges, because they have been robbed of the integrity of the essence of themselves by those who have a corporate agenda for profit. But the delusion is to think that there is prosperity when you undermine life itself. And we're in a now moment where we must understand that government, as it has been practiced, in cooperation and collaboration with the capitalistic system and agenda that is devastating to the planet, is no government that we really have a responsibility and obligation to perpetuate. 
that we must attune ourselves to the absolute laws that govern us so that we are able to have leverage and get a direct download of insight and intuition and information and that which allows us to be able to facilitate a healing in this now moment for there is a need for a healing but there is a need for a clearing and a cleansing in order to facilitate that healing in order to facilitate our realignment and our restitution to realign and reconcile ourselves with the laws of existence, the light of existence, the divinity of existence, so that we are truly living our lives and not dying here. This now moment of eternity in which we're living is potent. It is such an auspicious time because there are so many ones who are awakening from the slumber, from the God spells, from all of the the delusion and the lies as a result of watching the loved ones pass away. Seeing how medicine and chemo and radiation and drugs and pharmaceuticals do nothing to facilitate healing. And those who are the administers of these toxic things to sick bodies that are sick because of the amount of toxicity that is in that stuff that they call food, that now we have to take responsibility for ourselves in exalting a full life surge to come to that point of resolve and strength and inspiration where we do nothing to undermine ourselves now that we realize that there is an agenda that is in place to have us dying from all manners of sickness, illness, and disease, spiritual sickness, illness, and disease, mental sickness, illness, and disease, emotional sickness, illness, and disease, physical sickness, illness, and disease, and it affects everybody. The issue is how will you allow it to affect you? And I'm encouraging you to realize that where you truly care to be the difference, to make the difference, to be in a place where you are doing that which allows for your own healing because you are willing to be cleared from the memory of the trespasses and the violations and the resentments and the anger and all of those negative emotions that weigh heavily on you and distort your sense of reality to the degree to which you may have forgotten how divine you truly are, how you may have forgotten how divine life truly is, how beautiful it actually is, how we are already literally in heaven because you're having hellacious experiences. And so I'm the one to encourage you to realize that whatever the situation and circumstance that has has settled in your tissues as sickness, illness, and disease, it can be completely reversed and you can be completely healed. And the doctors and the pharmacists and other ones would not necessarily say that to you and encourage anyone else to say that to you because they do not want to give you hope. They don't care to activate your faith 
or to jar your memory in the realization of the divinity of your own being and the divinity of the design of the body temple. But my being under the auspices of the eternal and the administering intelligences on behalf of the establishment of the eternal government upon the planet, it is my right and my duty to encourage you to remember the divinity of existence itself and to remember that meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar are the root of all of the diseases and where we have been in embracing our right to be wrong where we have allowed ourselves to be filled up with all of this toxicity, then we have to really have an intensity of intention to be cleansed from it. Not too long ago, people did not know what caused cancer. And they thought it was the sun that caused the cancer. Or it was just the tobacco that causes cancer. But where sugar is the number one pervasively used, misused, and abused drug in the world that is given to children to facilitate their addiction very young, and once you're addicted to sugar, then you are more easily addicted to anything and everything else. And there are those who never smoke or drink, but they are addicted to the sugar. The sugar that is white, crystalline sugar that they put in their coffee, in their breakfast cereals, in their oatmeal, or whatever else. The sugar that is in the cakes, and the cookies, and the pies, and the honey buns, and the little Debbie snack cakes, and all of these things. But we are in a now moment where we must realize that we are being warned against. And where you get up and go to work on behalf of the major food companies and the Biscos and the Crafts and all of these ones who have their headquarters here and have major operations here, that you are on the front line of the dis dispensation of all of this drug into our communities. Those who are driving the trucks, the alcohol and the sodas and the tobacco and the animals to slaughter and whatnot, we must realize that we cannot hold the government offensive and guilty where you yourselves are the laborers on behalf of the corporate entities and the corporate deities of death. And in order to come to that place where you're able to walk away from those jobs, then you must accept your purpose in being. You must come to a point and place where it matters to you to truly prosper, where it matters to you to walk away with the fullness of the substance of yourself, where it matters to you that you will live your life in the light of the absolute and supreme intelligence that you already are to come to a point where you're realizing that we are here to serve the purposes of existence, the purposes of the intelligence of existence, the purposes of life to exalt a full life's urge. Nobody has been authorized by the will of existence. 
existence or the intelligence of existence or that which we refer to the creator or God or Yah or Jah or La or any of the other ones to be the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. There is no one who has been authorized to be murdering creatures on a day-to-day basis so that their carcasses can be fed to people as food. We're in a now moment where we must realize what the root of the issues are so that we are able to get to the root of our own issues so that we can be completely cleared and cleansed and purified and renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole because that is what is needed in our now moment moment. And there's so many of you who feel a way you want to do something different. You just don't know that the difference has to start with you. And there are so many ones who want to do something different, but they don't know the extent to which the difference has to be made within the very cell of you, the integrity that is lacking through all of the echelons of the educated and the religiously trained and, and the, all the financial institutions and sectors and the banking and all of that, every system is run by people who are poisoning themselves on a daily basis. And now is our time to really come to that place and space where you will examine your life because you know better than anybody what you're doing. You know better than anybody how you're feeling. You know better than anybody what your degrees of dissatisfaction with your life actually are. You know more than anybody else what the depth of your desire truly is whether you are just lusting for one thing or the other, or whether you have a true hunger and thirst for the fullness of yourself in the divinity of existence and the abundance of life and light and wisdom and truth and peace and poise and power that allows you to rejoice in the divinity of your own being. And so for those of you who listen and you consistently are tuning because you know that I am consciously caring to make sure that you are inspired ever more, motivated even more to go deeper within yourself, to reach the heights of your care and your love and your commitment, committing yourself to being true to the absolute reality of your own divinity as this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent and to know that we each have been gifted so much of the presence of this absolute and supreme presence that we are sharing the blessedness of existence itself and nobody should be killing other ones to feed off of their carcasses their fetuses their body fluids, or the alcohol, the tobacco, and all of these things that have become multi-trillion dollar business in a global economy that is in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death, depopulation, and genocide. We have no right to feel entitled to be wrong 
And the wrong has so much more to do than just your preferences for how you express your sensuality or your sexuality. When we support the violation and the annihilation of other beings and feed off of their carcasses, then we charge our blood and our tissues with that violation. And because of that violation, then the decomposition and decay, the rot, begins to happen inside of us. And the worms and the organisms and the parasites that are already embedded in the flesh of that which you're consuming begins to embed itself in your flesh. And the nature of these intelligences is that they are intelligent and they live to perpetuate themselves. And that means that you may be the host for organisms that are laying up to 200,000 eggs a day in your body temple. We are in a need for cleansing because the infestation of the body temple to the degree to which it becomes a host for all of those creatures that are responsible for decay and decomposition, it begins to set in motion death within the very fiber of your being where we are actually, in truth, these living, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We should not be dying at all. But the death is everywhere because the violation is everywhere in terms of our ingesting the carcasses of dead animals and fish and all manners of sea creatures. And under a system of capitalization and commercialism and sublimation and psychological behavior modification, we have come to feel as though this is real life and it's real eating and it's a lot of fun. And that nobody has the right to tell you anything different, but in truth, they really never had the right to encourage you to poison yourself and to poison your children and to be all right with genocide and depopulation. And because of how long so many have been feeding this way, even if they're not all right with it, the system, the immune system, the mindset, the faith, the confidence, the care, all of these faculties have been undermined so that even if you care, it's difficult to get the momentum to do something about it. It becomes arduous to do what is yours to do on a daily basis in terms of doing the necessary inner work of the cleansing and purification of your body temple so that your light can be restored, so that you can get into a direct line of light with your angels, your guides, your guardians, your anxious, to come under the auspices of your soul so that you are walking in your own authenticity, activating the greatness and invoking the power that you've been given through your lineages to be in a place where you are the progressive of the ones that you have come through. You are consciously cultivating your generational wealth. We are in a now moment where we are being called to rise, to get up out the ditches and valleys of degradation, to no longer be in a place where being stupefied and anesthetized and inebriated and intoxicated is all right. It is not fun. It is death. 
And I would say that the forces of Satan, Lucifer, and the devil have, uh, are the ones who have made us sing, made us feel as though it's all right to be dying. It's all right to be killing ourselves and our children. It's all right to be complicit and complacent with our own cellular oppression. It's quite all right because we have to die from something anyway. I'm saying that that is the lie that has been perpetuated and you should not be all right with it. And if you are all right with it, then know that you are all wrong with the light of the truth of yourself. And that wrong is going to slap you in the face with some kind of sickness, illness, and disease. That wrong is going to slap you in the face with, with lack, and after a while, you will not have yourself. That wrong will see you buried, suffocated in that body temple, where we should be able to get out to leave our bodies. as living spirits, as whole beings. But if you do not care to be whole in this life, and you're just living under the tenets of democracy or what they call democracy, and you've accepted some state of marginalization as a religious orientation or sexual orientation or gender orientation or whatever, none of it is sufficient for reinstating you in the truth of yourself as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is the intelligence of the whole, that there is nothing that exists except by virtue of it. There is nowhere we can go except within it, that we are these points of it, and we should be practicing our God selves, our godliness, our oneness, our righteousness, the right use of that which we have been given. Always working towards the greater good, always exercising a greater capacity for our generosity, our giving nature, tapping the wealth of ourselves so that there is always more that we can access. We're in the now moment of eternity where we're under absolute law. And the fulfillment of the law is absolute love. And to really love is really light. And to come under the light of love is to be under the auspices of the Lord. To be under the auspices of the law. To be in the progression of your own unfoldment and self-actualization, self-realization, and harmonization with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, and that which we refer to as God. We're in an out moment that requires us to care, requires us to cleanse, requires us to heal, requires us to rise. You're in an out moment of eternity, and this is Adam, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. 